Welcome to my testimony podcast. I pray that your day is blessed, that your family is blessed, and that you are prospering in the Lord and that your soul is prospering in the Lord because our God is good. And you know something like God has given us a life that he desires to be full of goodness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so I pray that, you know, your mind is renewed to know that God didn't call you to live to live a crazy, difficult life. Like, you know what I mean? There are definitely going to be persecution in our lives. There is definitely going to be trials and tribulations because we are in this world. But yet Jesus is our refuge in this world and his refuge is full of goodness, peace and joy. And so we can have that in this world because we are not of this world. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. And, um, you know, this testimony is going to bless you. I really believe from a perspective to just know that when you on God's team, like nothing can stop you. When you work for the Lord, you do things unto the Lord. Nothing can stop you because the Lord is your shield right? The Lord is for you. And if the Lord be for us, who can be against us, right? So praise God in that truth. And I want to encourage you as well with a scripture. I want to read from Romans chapter 10, um, verse 10 through 12. Um, This specific version that I'm reading is going to read a little different because it's the international children's Bible version, but I think it makes it so simple and also relates to um, today's testimony. So verse 10 through 12 says this, We believe with our hearts, and so we are made right with God. And we declare with our mouths to say that we believe, and so we are saved. As the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be disappointed. That scripture says anyone because there is no difference between Jews and non-Jew. The same Lord is the Lord of all and gives many blessings to all who trust in him. Amen. Praise God. And I wanted to highlight here where it said anyone who trusts in him will never be disappointed. Like when you put your trust in the Lord, it is him who is working for you. Like when God uh, puts his stamp on something and when something is unto his will, nothing can ever come against it. And so God will definitely make sure that you are taken care of that you are provided for, that everything that he has called forth in your life shall come to pass when you are walking with him, when you're relying on him, when you're trusting in him, when you're seeking him, he is going to cover you and give his final stamp of yes and amen, because all promises of God are yes and amen through Christ Jesus. And so I pray that you're encouraged with this testimony today to allow a lot. Um, how should I say it? <laughs> Align <laughs> your heart's desires with God's desires. Align your desires and in, in, uh, plans in your life with God's plans. Because when you do that, God will bless the works of your hands and see to them coming forward and then also see to them not being a hindrance in your life. And so today on the podcast, we have Anastasia Haley. 
Um, she loves Jesus. She loves Broadway and she loves cheesecake. <laughs> she is 24 years old and she is about to be in her second year of seminary um, as a seminary student uh, where she focuses on apologetics. Uh, she recently earned her master's degree in English. Praise God. She is an author and she owns her own business called Grace Affirmed publishing services, LLC, where she assists writers through editing, coaching, and consulting. And so I pray that you are blessed by Anastasia's testimony. So let's go ahead and get into it now. My name is Anastasia, and this is my testimony. So all my life, I've been raised in church. Um, I love the Lord. Um, Serving God was never really a question for me um, growing up. Um, saying yes to everything that he's asked me to do has been. <laughs> um, so when I was preparing to graduate um, with my bachelor's degree, I was asking God what direction I should take next, um, where I should go and what I should do. Um, and the Lord began speaking to me um, and guiding me towards a particular school for my master's degree. Um, let it be known that I did not really want to go to this school. Um, it did not necessarily have the degree program that I wanted, but it had the degree program that I needed. Um, and so I was just very um, hesitant and I was very self-conscious. Um, I didn't believe that I would actually get into this program, um, but I felt God's leading and I said, okay, God, fine, I'll do it because you asked me to do it. Um, so I put in my application. Um, important things to note. Um, before this, God had spoken to me um, concerning a um, book that I was supposed to write. This was something that I had never intended on publishing. It was something that I just basically was kind of playing around with because I loved doing like little side projects with writing. Um, I've loved writing as long as I could remember. And um, I had this idea for a story. And so I sat down and I started writing it. Um, it took me about three months to write the bulk of the story, about 95, maybe 90% of the book. Um, I would stay up until three in the morning and then like go to sleep and then wake up in a few hours and start going again. Um, it was something that's kind of happened rapid fire. And so when I felt um, the Lord's leading on publishing this book, I felt that I was supposed to take this out, the self-publishing route. Um for reasons that I didn't quite understand at the time. Um, it wasn't that I was afraid of necessarily not getting published or accepted by a publishing house. It was just something that I really felt the unction to do as a self-published author. Um, so fast forward now, um, it's been a year um, or about a year at that point since I've written the book. Um, and a few months after I'd published it and I'm preparing to go into a graduate program. And so I start asking instructors to um, write letters of recommendation for me, to um, give me advice on how to get into these programs. So one of my instructors asked me, um, hey, so what kind of writing experience do you have? Because I wanted a master's degree in English. And um, so I was telling them, you know, yeah, I self-published a book and I'm kind of concerned as to whether or not I should put this down as something, you know, as in my application. And they looked at me and said, well, I wouldn't do that um, because if you do that and you explain, you tell these schools that, you know, you are a self-published author, that you took this route, um, they are not going to want you. So at this point, I'm a little devastated um, because I didn't feel like this is something that I 
needed to keep hidden. Um, I felt like, wow, this is something I really felt the Lord leading me to do. Um, why am I now in this situation where because of something I've done that I thought that God was leading me to do, <clears throat> I might find myself um, without a graduate program to get into. So I was kind of discouraged by this um, because even though it was something that I could have easily left off of the application, it didn't feel right to do. Um, it didn't seem like the right thing to do. Um, so I continue um, to apply. I applied to the school that I felt the Lord um, leading me to. I applied to other um, institutions as well. And on each one of them, I did put um, that I was a self-published author. Um, <clears throat> so I am waiting to hear back from these schools. Um, at the time, I also, you know, we're all familiar with the broke college student. That was me. So I couldn't even afford to take um, the GRE exam to even get into this particular school that I'd felt the Lord's leading on. Um, and I submit all my materials and I tell them, hey, you know, I'll have the money by this date so I can take the test by this date. Um, about, what was it, four days, a few days before I was even scheduled to take the GRE, I received my acceptance letter from them in the mail. Um, and not only did I receive, not only was I accepted into this program, um, I also had been granted a teaching assistantship to where they were going to pay for my um, tuition. They were going to give me a stipend and my healthcare was covered um, for as long as I was a student in that program. Um, and so this particular testimony um, of what God had done for me and how he had blessed me um, simply for being obedient, simply for doing what he had told me to do, um, and at the basis, none other than just because he's good. Um, this particular testimony, I feel like is specifically powerful for those who are in need of some sort of reassurance that following God is the right thing to do. Um, that needs some type of reassurance that whatever God may have told you, um, even though it's scary, even though it seems like it doesn't make sense, even though it seems like it's not something that you would like to do. Um, he is faithful to take care of you. It's um, There was a phrase that I've heard once before, his will, his bill. So if it's <laughs> something that he's desiring for you to do, somewhere he's desiring for you to go, um, he's going to make the way for you and he's going to make it plain for you. Um, the Bible does say that like his plans and his purposes cannot be thwarted. Um, and so if it's God's intention for you to be somewhere, that is where you will be. Um, so this particular story is something that like I hold really close to my heart um, because it was God's faithfulness shown to me over and over again. I've since finished my master's degree and I'm now a seminary student. I'm actually about to start my second year. Um, and God's just continued faithfulness um, in ordering each step and giving instruction and being faithful to perform, um, to watch over his word, um, to make sure that I have everything that I need as I'm going forward. Um, is is the best part, the best part of the outcome of this testimony. Yeah. And, you know, I had a question. I, I, was, I guess I was curious. Yeah. Is it like an industry thing that would make the professor feel that self-publishing is not, you know, or something looked down upon? Yeah. I don't so, know. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, so it actually, so actually, um, and I think it's kind of changing now, um, but at the time, it was looked down upon for you to self-publish because that says, I don't want to take the, you know, I don't want to go the conventional route. I don't want to do the work 
Um, I don't want to do um, go through the approval of other people. I just think my work is great and I want to put it out there basically without going through the process, which is not what, you know, the situation was at all. But for some people, um, that's what it appears to be. Um, you know, you want to go and get published. A lot of, and I, I don't mean this in a, like a, a negative or derogative way, but a lot of, um, when it comes to writing, the writing world, you need a lot of approval from other people. Um, you need, you know, people to essentially kind of vouch for your writing to say that this is good in a sense, um, in order for it to have some sort of meaning. Um, so when you say, oh, I self-published a book, well, I mean, your work could be trash and you're putting it out here like, you know, it is whatever. Um, and so that was, I think, maybe the instructor's concern. I don't think it was her intent to discourage me or, you know, she was trying to help. Um, but mm. it was a peculiar situation. Um, and honestly, like I said, I myself was hesitant to even put it out myself. Um, and I ended up actually um, going back and doing another version of that book later on as well. Um, actually doing a re-release with a new cover, um, some added things um, and a few changes here or there, things grew um, as I grew and um, as different things sort of came to light um, in understanding about different things. Um, and so like, I get it. The publishing world is very um, competitive <laughs> and it's very like, you know, it, it takes a lot of stamina and a lot of um, drive and push. If that's something that you want to be published, you're going to have to, I mean, go through rejections or go through waiting periods. You know, you really have to put in the work for that. So I can see why someone would say, you know, self-publishing may not be the best route because you're not putting in that that type of work. There's still a whole different realm of work that goes in with self-publishing. So, right, right, exactly. And and in terms of like the colleges that you're applying to, was that brought up at all? Yeah. So, um, I actually, so I ended up actually speaking with some of my professors about it. I invited some of my professors to the re-release of my book, but there wasn't. Um, it wasn't really like an issue. Like they never made it an issue. They never really said anything about it, but you know, some of them, it was kind of like, you would tell them like, Oh, huh. <laughs> and then you had others that were like, wow, that's really great. Um, so you have like kind of a mix um, of both. So, I mean, it wasn't really, it wasn't as big of a deal as it was portrayed to be. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Praise the Lord for encouraging you to follow his voice and that and to follow his instructions. It's like, it, you know, it shows me like his rules. <laughs> it really oh. trumps whatever, you know, other rules people may want to either put on their own stamp of approval or whether it is really truly something out there or not. So praise God for encouraging you and strengthening you, you know, to um, to obey him and to and to go forward with your book no matter what. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. He's been really faithful throughout like the whole process. And I think the major part of it is that the book, the book itself, after like having finished it and realizing what it was, like what the purpose was of the book, um, which by the way, it's called Loving the Prophetess. Um, and the book itself is a type of ministry, writing 
ministry. And when you start to look at it from that angle, um, you look at it as God's way of, um, or one way rather that God can speak to people and show his love and his grace um, and his mercy in that avenue. Um, and when I say speak to people, I definitely don't mean inspired as as far as like, you know, biblically speaking, but a way that we can see God's love demonstrated in story form in a way that's sort of disarming um, and easier to take in, easier to digest. I think the path becomes a little bit different. You're no longer searching to be like the best writer that there ever was. You're not looking to to top every chart. You just want to get the message out. You just want to get, you know, you just want to do the ministry. You just want to do the work of the ministry. Um, and so in that regard, I think that's also one of the ways that understanding is another way that I feel like the Lord kind of encouraged me in going forward is that this book is not about what people say about you. Um, it's about, you know, how people come to know me or how people's lives might be impacted um, by the story that you're telling. I love that. I love that you added that because I think it correlates to your testimony and mm -hmm. how our lives and the, and the journey that the Lord leads us on is mm -hmm. not about what people have to say about us. <laughs> it's not right. about, you know, what they have to state or what they think we can or cannot do. It is literally mm -hmm. for the glory of God that we are here and exactly. following his path, you know, brings glory to him. And so I really believe your testimony shows that, it, um, you know, that in that regard. So praise God. And how, how do you how do you encourage other people in this? I don't know if you have like other people that, you know, come across you and say, well, this person, you know, felt this way about it. I don't know if I should, you know, what are people going to think? And like, you know, people pleasing yeah. kind of thing. How do you how do you respond to that? Yeah. Um, so I literally, I just to be 100% honest with you, I'm one of those people that it's easier for me to give advice than take my own advice. <laughs> um, so, it's, you know, people pleasing is something that I do still kind of struggle with. But when people come to me, I'm quick to remind them, you know, that this isn't about us. Um, that, you know, this is about whatever the bigger purpose that God has, whatever that may be. Um, and that there's a purpose for the things that he does and for the things that he asks us to do. Um, and so regardless of what people say, um, I believe all oh, his name is slipping my mind right now. Um, but he's a prophet from the Old Testament and um, God had spoken to him and he was concerned about what people were going to say about about him. Um, and the Lord warned him that these people were not going to listen. And he told him to set his place as Flint. Um, don't be swayed by what other people say about you, what other people think about you. But to set your uh, set your face as flint um, and, you know, just to stay before the Lord, like throughout this entire process, um, you know, I've been hurt by some of the things that people have said about me, said to me. Um, but when those circumstances arise, like staying before the Lord and staying in his presence, worshiping, um, worship heals hurt in a way that I've never been able to see anything else do. <laughs> Um, you know, but staying before him and just like staying close to him and constantly setting your mind on what he's spoken to you, what he's asked of you, what the promises that are.
I would love to hear how this testimony has blessed you. You can let me know on Instagram, which is my testimony podcast, or going to my website, mytestimonypodcast.com and just sharing how this testimony has blessed you, what you took away from it, how you're encouraged. And also, you know, and share with this, share with someone else. You never know what um, nourishment someone may need. So if God puts it on your heart to share a testimony on this um, podcast, any of the episodes you see here, I just encourage you to be brave, be bold, and just to share with them and trust God to do the rest. Like, (laughs) because God is always working when we plant our seeds and he's going to bring the increase from it. So praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus is our Lord forever and ever and ever. And so I pray that the Lord continues to bless you and keep you. And most of all, that you share your testimonies. Stay blessed, everyone.